Dear friends, hello. I would like to introduce a very interesting guest today. By the way, it's almost impossible to catch that guest because he's extremely famous by his patients. Uh, the name of this guest is Dr. Matt Stefanelli, very beautiful name. He is plastic surgeon and he is anatomist, Dubai, Paris. He is a brand himself. Hello, doctor. Hello, Dr. Matt. Hello, Olga. Hello, everybody. Nice Thank to you meet for you. your introduction. Kagdila, how are you? Very good. Thank you so much. Uh, I want to ask you my first question. I know that you work as a surgeon and you work in medicine. And most of our audience are business people and they work in different business fields. But still, since you managed to be quite famous in Dubai and you are from Paris, I want to know what is personal brand for you and how to develop it? Thank you for your question, uh, Olga. Well, your question is interesting, but also a little bit embarrassing for me because you mentioned I, I'm a plastic surgeon. So maybe for most of the audience, uh, it means aesthetic surgeon. And it means even maybe I'm not a doctor because sometimes, you know, we forgot, we forget that aesthetic doctor, aesthetic surgeon, before to do this, they are doctor. They are dealing with medicine. And you know, Olga, uh, what happens? There is a bit of um, difficulties, discomfort to uh, speak about money, about business in medicine. Why? Because it deals with disease and disease and money. It's not very uh, getting along, you know. So um, that's why it's, uh, your question for me is a bit embarrassing. On the other hand, I am in a field, aesthetic medicine, aesthetic surgery, where I have to bring this dimension, this business uh, entrepreneur dimension. Otherwise, if I don't do it, I will miss uh, something. I will miss customer because all of my colleagues, especially from other countries like in the US, the, in the US, the, the plastic surgeons are really, really uh, having this uh, business dimension. So I have to follow a little bit this uh, evolution. I, you know, I spent uh, 15 or maybe more years in the hospital not doing aesthetic surgery, but reconstructive surgery, you know, for burns, cancer, trauma, malformation, etc. And in the hospital, you are not a brand. A doctor is just belonging to, to the public hospital. He's just a good soldier. And uh, there is no Instagram, Facebook or, or website. It's not allowed, at least in France, when you are working for government hospital to have any, uh, anything personal. So... When I so in the hospital, the hospital, sorry, you're like a part of the big system. It's like military. You just exactly. serve exactly. Your, uh, your general. Absolutely, I'm a general. And uh, when then you move out from the, from the, the hospital and you, uh, you go to private clinic, and of course, by definition, you do more aesthetics than uh, reconstructive, uh, you need to bring in your activity this uh, business and branding uh, dimension. So what, uh, what I did on my, uh, for my personal case, I tried just to, uh, to, uh, to share what I was doing, my work, you know, uh, before and after picture, also uh, publishing papers, scientific papers. So my target were um, uh, both my patient, but also my colleagues, because uh, when you ask about a brand, it's not just for the patient, it's also for the colleagues. They need to identify you, identify you 
what are you doing, where are you from, what are your skills, and you have to tell them. So you have to communicate. We are, we are in a world of communication, so uh, doctors, we have also to communicate. We cannot stay, you know, alone in our uh, office without uh, anything to communicate, disconnected from the world, uh, not showing anything. People will never come to your office if they don't know you, uh, if you don't show them what you do, who you are, where you're from, uh, even a bit your personal life, your age, they want to know the doctor who is going to treat their body. Uh, they want to trust the doctor. So you need to inform and information is kind of branding. So in my case, to, to answer your question, Olga, uh, I just uh, try to do this to, to, uh, on social media, also a website, uh, just to show people, uh, patients and colleagues, who I am and what I do, where I do it, also Paris and Dubai. So sometimes I'm informing my patient that I will be in Paris, sometimes in Dubai. So it's not nothing uh, more than communication, but it's true that with, uh, with doctors, with medicine, this is not something very natural. So we have to, uh, to, uh, to make the, the job of a doctor evolve. My parents were doctors. Uh, when they, saw, they, they see me on Instagram, they don't recognize their job. My, my, my father, for example, was dermatologist, so he was close to my specialty, you know, dermatology, plastic surgery, but he didn't uh, do any uh, communication, website, Instagram, so Facebook, whatever. There was no branding. It was just, you know, uh, uh, on the, uh, you know, the, um, the book with all the, the, the numbers for the office uh, doctors and uh, people were uh, uh, looking for the, 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 the number, calling the secretary, and that's it. So there was, at this uh, generation, there was no need of branding. But now, completely different story. Yes, doctors, in particular in private, not in public, and in particular in aesthetics, a little bit less in reconciliation, we need to uh, brand ourselves. You answered it amazingly good and in full details. But Dr. Matt, tell me, please, you have a very good success in Instagram. You have so many followers. If I remember correctly, it's around 30,000. Not so much. You, uh, you make a little mistake, my dear. <laughs> 17,000. 17,000. That means you will have 30,000 uh, very soon Next because year. I never make mistakes, you know, Matt. So <laughs> that means year, that. So tell me, please, uh, how it's happened. It's just you working on that many years or you're looking for some interesting pictures or you make arrangement with your patients that they agree to show because it's quite a big number and it's a big work to reach that amount. How did you do that? Yeah, so you mentioned Instagram. This is uh, interesting that you asked that because uh, this is for the doctors, at least, uh, and I think also many other jobs, probably the, the most adapted uh, social network for, uh, for business, for a, for a professional network. Facebook, it's more, uh, it's more uh, for personal life, I think. There are other uh, social networks like, uh, I don't know, uh, TikTok or uh, whatever. But for job, for professional, I think Instagram is the one. That's why since maybe two years, I, um, I decided to, uh, to choose uh, Instagram as my uh, you know, exposure. And uh, Facebook is very low on my side for me. I, of course, it comes first. So as everybody, uh, 12 years ago, I start with Facebook. But then I reached the 5,000 uh, 
followers limit and uh, it's basically now a very very slow very low uh, activity and yes instagram is the, my main uh, social network and uh, i reached 17000 right now but uh, i was uh, before covid 6 months ago i was uh, only 10000 and uh, maybe uh, at christmas i was 8000 so i really uh, increased my activity on instagram in the in the last year and what uh, what is the goal yes to show some uh, before and after picture of my patient but it's a very sensitive uh, topic because you know uh, both in paris in france and in dubai in uae we have some limitation we cannot do uh, everything as we want we are uh, on one hand considered as businessmen because we uh, we pay vat and vat is uh, something very, uh, you know, uh, business related. But on the other hand, we cannot do so much publicity because as we said for the branding, publicity is not very well, uh, you know, uh, uh, fitting with medicine, uh, same story. So we are always at the limit between information and in publicity. So sometimes doctors, uh, my colleagues, uh, we can go a little bit beyond what is allowed without the intention to to uh, to um, to make uh, something wrong but just because the regulation for the doctors is very strict so before and after picture also uh, my uh, my second activity which is also education as you mentioned I'm, i am an anatomist uh, i am a trainer of anatomy with a uh, anatomy school called i class anatomy dedicated to uh, the anatomy learning and education for plastic surgery and aesthetic medicine. And that's why I came first four years ago in Dubai for education. Now I'm practicing here. So I'm showing also this education activity and also a little bit my personal life. I have a beautiful daughter. She's 17 years old. So um, my, uh, my Instagram basically is a mixture of everything, my clinical activity, my educational activity and my personal life. And uh, I don't know, one day I will do uh, personal, one day I will do uh, uh, clinical, one day I will do educational. So every three days I, I mix. And I think this is, uh, this is my way. Uh, some people, they separate completely professional and personal life. In my case, also because I don't want to manage too many, account, too many accounts, I just put everything uh, on behalf of my, of my uh, pr professional, which is a little bit also personal account which is basically my single account, Dr. Matefaneli, and, uh, and that's it. So this is, uh, this is how I, uh, I manage my exposure through social uh, media, Olga. Okay, this is great, and that's why you are that busy, because I can imagine all day you are with these patients who are running after you, and then you have to put one day your personal life, then your clinic, then education. That's why you can never catch yeah. Dr. Matt Stefanelli because he's <laughs> in the clinic or with his Instagram. Now we know the secrets. Uh, my next question is about how different is personal and corporate brand? Let's say how's different your brand as Dr. Matt Stefanelli and the clinic that you're working for? Is it completely different things or they are somehow connected? Okay, nice, uh, interesting question. So let me explain you exactly uh, what are my uh, uh, activities, both in Paris and Dubai. You have two types of doctors. You have the doctors that are very stable. They are 
always at the same place. They will stay there all their career, 30, 40 years. It was the case of my parents. They are from Bordeaux in France. And uh, my father, dermatologist, my mother, pediatrician. And basically, they had only one practice their entire life. They stay at the same place in Bordeaux, same office for 40 years. This is one uh, format. My uh, format is different. This is a little bit, I would say, modern because it's uh, including some differences. Number one, I'm not in one place. I'm in two places, Paris and Dubai. So uh, it's uh, quite international. Number two, I'm not doing only practice. I'm doing also education. Uh, so with these two differences, it makes my life much more uh, busy, but also much more unstable because I'm traveling both Paris and Dubai for my clinical practice. I'm also traveling in normal time out of COVID uh, for my education. So I'm moving much more. And um, this, is, uh, this is why uh, it's, um, it's a bit different than my, uh, my parents. You know, my parents, they stay same place for me, always, always, always uh, moving. Except for COVID, for the first time of my life, I stay six months in a row I, in the same place in Dubai. I, uh, I arrived here early February and uh, I'm not, uh, I didn't move from the country since six months because of, because of, because of COVID. So um, to come back to your question, what was your question, by the way? I don't remember. I, I lost it. I lost Dr. Matt, don't worry. Dr. Matt, don't worry. You already almost answered my question, so it's not that important what was my question since no, you yeah, already yeah. answered corporate. it. No, yeah. corporate versus personal, no? Yeah, absolutely. But you yeah. almost answered yeah. it, yeah. No, but uh, 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 to be more precise, to complete the answer, so... Corporate means company and uh, personal means my person. So actually, uh, my, um, my uh, activities, uh, my, uh, the venue where I'm working, they are not mine. They are uh, belonging to other, uh, uh, other people in Dubai to another plastic surgeon uh, from Lebanon in Paris to, uh, to businessmen. Why? Because it will be difficult for me to have my own clinic in two different places. So to give me more flexibility, I decided to partner uh, two clinics, one in Dubai and one in Paris. And this way, uh, I am, um, it gives me flexibility. I, 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 don't, um, I don't need to, uh, to invest uh, so much in this, uh, in this place. On the other hand, I need to uh, work, as you can imagine, on uh, uh, income sharing. This is, a, this is a format. If I, one day I want to stop traveling, I decide to go only in one place, I will probably build up my own clinic. But this uh, it will be also the end of this uh, um, travels everywhere in the world of this double activity. Because when you are investing in a place, you need to stay there. You need to be stable to fix, to invest your time and your money in this single place. So, so far, this is, uh, this is uh, my, uh, my choice. Uh, I want to be able to have this uh, bipolar activity for, uh, between Paris and Dubai and between education and uh, clinics. So if to sum up what you're saying, I think the strategy to develop your brand 
these two places, Dubai and Paris, and because two of these places are very fashion, it's like a good benefit because you're not in Uganda, you're not in some very isolated place, which is quite famous and good. And the second thing, because you match between education and aesthetic and anatomic, uh, this, is the, this is the strategy for your brand as Dr. Matt, yeah? Yeah, exactly. This is, uh, this is my strategy. I mean, this is also my passion. This is just, not just a strategy. I'm not, you know, uh, it was not uh, so uh, difficult to, uh, to decide because uh, basically I try to do what I want, what I love, what uh, I'm passionate for. So I like, to, I like to operate surgery. So of course, I will never stop that. I like to educate also. I like to be an educator, a trainer. I like to share my, the knowledge I learned from my, uh, my mentors, my um, my chief before so and i like to travel so i like just uh, it was uh, natural i'm not you know uh, forcing myself uh, to uh, to do education or to travel because if uh, uh, I, I do it only because i love it so uh, my uh, my strategy is basically following my passion and i think when you do uh, things with passion it uh, it works goes without saying tell me please what are the mistakes that experts or businessmen can do when they develop their brand. Some people say, Olga, we're trying, we develop, we invest in our brand, in our, but nothing is going on. We spend so much time in Instagram and this and this, but it's not working. In your case, it's different. It's working very well. Can you recommend what can be mistakes and how not to make that mistakes? Yes. Number one, you have to recognize your strengths. Uh, so you have to be uh, very, uh, uh, very clear on who you are, what are your, uh, uh, what is your expertise, what you are good for, uh, and you have to recognize your weakness. So strengths and weakness, number one, and of course you have to, uh, it makes sense to uh, expose, to develop your, your strengths, and then to try to let on, on the side uh, your weakness. I give you a very precise example. Uh, from my practice, um, I decided to stop rhinoplasty, nose job, surgical, not completely, but uh, to reduce significantly because I was just uh, um, realizing that um, I was probably not good enough to, uh, to provide in a very consistent way um, more than 95% of satisfaction to my patient. I had a low ratio, 50-60%. Of course, we know that rhinoplasty is very difficult. It's the lowest rate of satisfaction in a whole plastic surgery. And basically, you need to do only that if you want to be good in the surgical nose job. So except simple nose job, I, uh, I decided not to do uh, any more uh, complex nose job. On the other hand, I, I decided to develop uh, two uh, uh, specific surgery, the buttock surgery and the genital surgery, because uh, um, I acquire with my with time uh, a good expertise in this in this field, and also because it's a little bit less attractive for my colleagues. So um, I developed two strengths. I uh, let on the side one weakness. So now uh, um, my brand is more focused. Uh, people can identify me uh, better on my strengths. So I try to communicate to. Uh, um, to develop uh, this and also uh, for uh, not only the buttock and the genital, uh, but also the, the face and the breast, of course. Um, but you have to, to really make people understand 
what you are at. And uh, uh, especially in big cities like Paris and Dubai, where there are a lot of plastic surgeons, you can't do everything good. You have like, you know, uh, uh, in orthopedic surgery, there is the specialist for the shoulder, there is a specialist for the spine, there is a specialist for the knee. You, can, you cannot be the best in everything. So you need to, to decide one, two uh, fields where you are really very good and people, they will travel for you. And in my case, the two things I decided, buttock surgery, uh, covering everything from A to Z, not only the, the fat grafting, you know, uh, the famous BBL, Brazilian butt lift, but also buttock implant. I developed a specific technique called French butt reshaping, FBR, and that uh, is opposed with uh, the BBL because it's a mixture of fat and implants. I can also sometimes remove ribs when I want to snatch a little bit more the waist. I can use filler. I can use uh, many uh, threads. So when you are an expert in a field, you do everything from A to Z. You have more and more and more patients uh, co uh, coming from uh, uh, all around the world for that. So your expertise increase, increase, increase. And this is exactly what happens with me for the buttock surgery. I'm uh, so far the single plastic surgeon in the country, in the UAE, to perform buttock implant. So all uh, patients um, thinking for buttock uh, implant are coming to me, even sent sometimes by my colleagues, because my colleagues, for some reason, uh, don't do it. And uh, this is how I reach this uh, uh, high number, good activity in buttock surgery, and also for the genital. But of course, I do also the rest. I do breast, I do face, I do hand, uh, but I don't promote. So to conclude on this specific question, my, uh, my strategy is to uh, focus on specific field where I'm considered as an expert and both my colleagues and my patient will identify me as an expert and they will uh, come to me. Great. Uh, maybe because of teaching now helping you to speak very good and we can see that you can even teach the strategies of brands since you reached very good success in that. I would like Thank to you. ask you if you allow a little bit uh, personal question. I'm not that big specialist uh, of Botox, believe it or not, but till this age I didn't do anything. But I don't see much of Botox uh, in yourself, Dr. Matt. And normally doctors who are doing Botox, they're very much obsessed with being completely Botox type. What is that? What's the meaning of that? Good question. Uh, I confirm that I am 100% Botox free and I'm going to, uh, to uh, prove it. So I'm going to, to do the same maneuver that I'm asking to my patients. So raise the eyebrow. Now be very upset. Big smile and sniff. So you see, if I do it everywhere, I can Everything show you Everything is I very emotional and moving fantastically good. Completely, completely uh, Botox-free, a lot of wrinkles, dynamic wrinkles. So uh, why? No, because... Um, you have two types of plastic surgeon. You have, uh, let's say, sorry for them, the American style, you know, showing off, uh, showing the, the muscle, the, the, the watch, the, the cars, uh, doing publicity. This is not my style. I'm French, and in France, we are very more, uh, much more low profile. We don't show off, uh, and uh, I have only one watch. I have, uh, I have no car in Dubai, only, uh, only in France. I have uh, nothing, you know, 
um, incredible. I have a very normal life. And um, this is why also I want to be natural on my face. Sometimes uh, my colleagues, they look weird. A male should stay a male. And uh, I'm, of course, I'm, a, I'm hollow in my temple. I'm hollow in my cheek. I have a lot of wrinkles. But uh, at least I'm natural. And uh, people, uh, people can maybe identify me as a genuine doctor. Because if I was uh, like this, uh, maybe they will think, oh, this doctor is a little bit weird. Uh, maybe uh, we will not, uh, they will not trust me uh, so much. So I think natural look, natural result gives authenticity, uh, give a more, uh, makes you more genuine. And this is also a, a part of my, uh, of my global uh, philosophy, strategy, whatever you call it. It's not really a strategy. I just want to, I don't, I don't want to put uh, the same product I put uh, in the face of my patient. It's maybe a little bit funny, strange, but I'm going to tell you something more, Olga, uh, as you are in a personal question. If we talk about breast implants, uh, as a surgeon, of course, I like to put breast implants, but always natural, small. But as a man, I don't like breast implants uh, because uh, there is nothing better than natural breast uh, uh, with a small fall, uh, good uh, and natural uh, palpation, etc. So uh, yeah, my uh, I have a, actually a dichotomy. I have a duality, as I told you, Paris, Dubai, education, practice, but also on one side I'm a man, on the other side I'm a surgeon. So I'm always uh, I'm always dealing with this uh, uh, yin and yang. Yin yang, uh, absolutely. You're yin and yang, black and white, night and day. So it's amazing yeah. to be like that. So you know you have duality. Yeah. And my last question for you, Dr. Matt, tell me, please, how do you manage, um, you know, now it's quite tough time for everybody. There is instability in business, in traveling, and a lot of things are going on in the world, which we're not get used to that. But you are extremely positive, even dealing with a big amount of people, with patients. And I believe that these patients are not the easiest people to deal with with because if they come for such small things like changing their face i mean there is a lot of tension definitely but you're in extremely good mood uh very very positive uh you know like a italian french actor what is the secret uh, of that well to be honest uh you have the maybe the the feeling that uh, i'm uh, 100% good feeling good always to be honest, this is not exactly the case. Yes, I'm very optimistic. Yes, I have a lot of energy. I am a high energy person. Yes, uh, I'm feeling uh, uh, okay, but definitely this 2020 is difficult even for myself. Uh, in addition to, uh, to the COVID and to the professional uh, uh, aspects that is um, the same more or less for everybody. I had also some personal problem. So uh, some health problem also at the, um, earlier in the year. So all together, it's, um, it makes my uh, 2020 not uh, so fluent and I'm struggling a little bit. But fortunately, for some reason, I have energy enough to, uh, to overpass and to, uh, to go beyond that. And uh, yes, uh, as everybody, I was... And I'm still a little bit in a survival 
you know, a mood uh, waiting for uh, this crisis, health crisis to, to, uh, to go away. Now we are a little bit uh, recovering, but definitely uh, we are, I think, all waiting for 2021 to, uh, to start from scratch and just to, uh, to let 2020 to the past. But, uh, you know, it's not because I'm uh, smiley, happy to see you, Olga. That's, uh, I'm 100% good. I have also problems uh, to deal with. And uh, this, is, uh, this is life, you know. I'm 45. I'm not uh, a, a little child of seven years old where uh, there is no problem. When you're a child, there is no problem. But when you are uh, at our age, because I think that we are more or less in the same No, age. no, no. I'm 29. So much don't, don't please even put me in this category, Dr. Matt. I'm very sorry. Uh, I agree yeah. with you on everything, but not on that. You are not a child. You are not, you are not a child. I, was, I was just mentioning that you are not a child. You are not seven years old anymore. Ah. So we are, yes. we are more or less at 20, 20 years old. I agree. Uh, yes, close. Uh, so this is uh, what I wanted to tell. Olga. So, conclusion. Yes, I, I'm feeling better than a few months ago, but uh, still, uh, I need some time to recover as everybody. Uh, Dr. Matt, I want to thank you very much, and uh, I want you to stay that positive and to stay that handsome and to stay, you know, to make people beautiful because you make them beautiful and you make them beautiful with good knowledge, you know, and you. that is very important. Yeah, and I want to uh, just uh, make a, a short conclusion and uh, to complete my, my, my question. Um, it's also my, uh, my task as a doctor, but also as a father, because I, am, I have a, a daughter of uh, 17 years old, to uh, not to complain too much, to always have good energy, because if I don't do it, who is going to do it? Not, uh, my patient, they don't want, you know, a weak doctor, uh, not confident, not uh, in good shape. So I need uh, always to, uh, and also to my colleagues, to my staff, to my nurse, to my, uh, to my, uh, to my family. Uh, I need to, uh, I am in a role, you know, of, uh, of uh, uh, yeah, someone who, who wants to, to, uh, to give energy, positive mood, to, uh, to encourage everybody because we, uh, we, uh, we need a leader and I'm considering myself as a leader, a leader for my daughter, of course, I'm the father. A leader in my in my clinic because I, I need to manage uh, uh, you know all the all the nurses the staff to uh, for the good of my patients uh, also uh, in my in my family uh, so this is uh, my role I I, I have uh, enough energy to do it so I do it easily but it's not just that it's a necessity when you are uh, when you are in my position to uh, to give good energy optimism and good vibes to everybody around you. But I will tell you, you're pretending very good. So we believe you that you are on the top of the mountain, on the Olympus. So you're doing very, very well. I wish you good health, good luck, also good patience, the best of success in Dubai and in Paris. And it was a Thank very big so pleasure, Dr. Matt, to have you. Thank you very much, Olga. Spasiba and lovely Thank evening. You. In Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. Au revoir. Merci. Au revoir. Bye-bye.